Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 99, the great episode. We're going to get behind the net and wait for Yari Curry. Here we go. The Bills and Steelers had the same problem. One of them fixed it. Andy Dalton still sucks. Put the kid in and Baker's pick. Oh, baby. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. It is episode 99. That's 99 hours with Jeff Hewlett, spelled with a G. Weird Mike, spelled with a Mike. And Andy Huck Daddy Huckle from Huck Media. Uh, we are so happy to have you with us. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts to every Look Who's Talker all over this globe, which is not flat. It's a globe. Uh, wherever you're listening, ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, and... Vanagam. Ciao, and a bunch of other ones. Uh, guten Tag to all of our German listeners, the Germans. You can't discount the Germans. Anyway, uh, it's week two in the NFL already, and it's like Christmas that just keeps going. Crazy week one, whole bunch of underdogs won. If you were on the dogs, you're probably on the money right now. Uh, whole lot of stuff going on. Baker threw an interception, which is why he still doesn't have a contract. It's just those little moments. Uh yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Some bad beats. The Detroit Lions decide to play football in the fourth quarter and cost a bunch of people some late money. Um, Bills and Steelers with a very predictable Steelers-Bills game. They both had the same problem. One of them fixed it. Uh, it wasn't really a factor in the game, but the Pittsburgh has a running back and the Bills don't, which worries me as a big Bills fan. Uh, if you watch the Bears, you're probably waiting, just waiting. When are you going to start the kid? Nobody cares anymore. The Red Rifle cannot shoot. It's over. Okay, put him on the bench. He's happy to be there. Hugh uh, Picks went three and three, but we did really well with props and a big, big Las Vegas Raider win on Monday Night Football in one of the craziest games I've seen since me and you, Weird Mike, were at Monday Night Football for the Dallas Cowboys versus Buffalo Bills football ganza of every rule in the book. I bet you remember that one. I know you do. You saw some titty in the parking lot and ran for your life instead of giving the jersey away. And I'm still happy you have that jersey. How was your weekend? And how was that night? Weird Michael. Uh, that titty is tattooed on my brain. Let me tell you. Uh, but this weekend was greasy. One of the greasiest week ones. Usually I lay off the gas, put a little mojo in the betting this weekend and never been more disappointed with a win than I was betting against the Ravens last night on Monday night football. I had the Raiders. Wow. They, they tried to out coach themselves from a win. Yes, they did. Horrible, horrible coaching from Chucky. Anyway, bottom line cash is in the account and I took a shower this morning and the grease was still there. <laughs> uh, Ravens flock uh, should have had it uh, tough division, you know, Cleveland, XYZ since he's, you know, back off the mat, but uh, I'll address it later. Uh, the worst gambling donut and weird Mike history. So I've been making picks now season five, episode 99. Thank you everybody. Rate review, subscribe, steal your phone. Um, how many, what about 30 episodes, 35 episodes of gambling donut? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not the, the best donut this weekend. No, the, the stalest, the, the 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 donut that's left at the end of the day at the dealership. Okay, <laughs> that's what I had. I was 
48 points off the two spreads, Atlanta and the Giants. And that was a mercy seven from the Giants. It should have been minus 50-something. Straight Antarctica, man. Okay, it was brutal. I'm sorry for those who got on it. But, you know, let, let the lesson show, folks. You got to listen to the show. Okay, if you get all these influencers, and I get it myself too, the people I listen to, uh, the show I'm part of, you, Hugh, your friends, your chat. You got to have most of your mind made up before Sunday. You know, if you're a real better, a real pool picker. Um, obviously, the big injury might take you off it, but in a word, greasy. Week one, pick yourself off the mat. Uh, I missed the prop, double smash by one yard. Your boy, Henry Ruggs, 38 yards. I win four hundo. Oh. It was 37 yards, and I lost the juice in the middle of both, so down 40. No big deal. Owie, speaking of that Giants touchdown, weirdest, greasiest touchdown of all time. You see them celebrating it? It's like, it, it was like a, a guy who gets stood up for a Tinder date and goes and takes a shot at the, at the bar. And all the servers are like, yeah, nice shot, buddy. Like, way to, you know, way to go. Okay. Like go home now, you know, <laughs> it's definitely been me, <laughs> but like one second left, Daniel Jones runs it in for no particular reason. They're down three touchdowns. It just kind of screwed some teasers. Anyway, enough about the giants. Cause you talked me into them and they cost yeah. me a ticket. <clears throat> so I said, uh, uh, anyway, it's a desperate gambling donut coming up later in the show. Stick around. Uh, we're going to wipe the grease off. You decide for yourself, folks. Do you want to fade weird Michael or hop on the desperate donut? The Tim Horton slash gas station it, somewhere near Guelph at 3 a.m. When you order the, anything with sprinkles and the lady comes back and just says, here's a bagel. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. That Raiders game. If, if you, if you missed it, go watch highlights. If you like football, you got to watch that. Um, Dude hits a 55 yarder for the Raiders to get it into overtime. And then <laughs> Raiders get the ball. They drive it all the way down with a big bomb to their rookie, their third rounder, Brian Edwards, who I do have in fantasy. He didn't start him, but I like him. They compared him to T.O. Gets all the way down to the half yard line. The Raiders celebrate because they call it a touchdown. The whole game's over. They're shaking hands. Lamar's getting all the respect that he gets from all the guys because, you know, the whole world doesn't respect him enough. And then boom, not a touchdown. Then, as Weird Mike alluded to, they Oakland or sorry, Las Vegas tried to coach themselves out of the game. All they need is a touchdown to win. If they get a field goal, the Ravens can match it or beat it. The only play they, they nailed was the first play, the QB sneak. Of course, that's what you do. You're on the half yard line. And if it doesn't no. work, no. try it again. Try no. it again. No, Carr is a batty boy, yo. He's got that <laughs> rock star eyeliner. It's not him. They should have pounded with Jacobs. He already had two, put the nail in the coffin, run a fullback. Everybody knew it was going to be some pussy car sneak. Sure. And then the false start. Hey, by the way, the false start was also Carr's fault. Yes. By going on two inside the one. What are you doing, line with, a, what are you doing with a hard snap count? I thought uh, uh, the, the Monday Night Football guys brought that up in a great way. Speaking yeah. of Monday Night Football telecasts, uh, did you see some of the Manning Brothers stuff? If you missed it, yeah. check it out on Instagram. How do you feel about it, Michael? Uh, I feel like Eli doesn't want to be there. That's what I feel like. I feel like Peyton's bro. that's what it was like when he was quarterbacking. It's like he's in yeah. shotgun. You're like, he doesn't even want, he doesn't even want this ball. 
no, no, you're, 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 you're taking it back. Not far enough. It's like when they were in elementary and middle school, when Peyton was controlling the TV after school and he had to sit down and shut up and watch it because that's what the little brother did. And then they, I turn it on at 11:45, and there's Russ in his nightgown talking about some new overtime rules. You know, I, I like how they gave the option anyway. Uh, late night laugh, if nothing else. I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a cool new trend uh, that you could match with other sports. Like imagine watching hockey and you got Jeremy Roenick and, you know, Ty Duncan just Rick banging Duncan. a couple beers and some plastic cups and, and just talking hockey, telling stories. If you know, I prefer the play-by-play commentary. I'm playing props. I need to know the yards on every play. Like I'm obsessed. But at the same time, I could rewatch games with the Manning brothers. I liked it. I don't hate it all. But uh, yeah, I watched the regular the regular broadcast. Um, anyway, the game, the game. So they they bring him back onto the field. They they get about a half yard, not even on the quarterback sneak. You think they're going to run it again? Then they call a timeout because they're idiots. And then they get a, they get uh, the false start on Leatherwood. Not his fault. Car's fault. What are you doing? Doing the hard count. Blah 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 blah. Then Car's throws a laser beam, a three yard throw that's a laser beam. It gets intercepted. The Ravens, do you think they're going to win it with just a field goal? And then Lamar gets gets sacked, fumbled. And uh, anyway, game over to Zay Jones. Fantastic football. The first game in Vegas. Anyway, I can't stop talking about it. It's the game of the year. It's amazing. Yeah. Also had the yeah. Raiders. Money line spread. Everything. Uh, like I said, cash a little sprinkle on the money line. Uh, get back. But just a quick on that call. What's that ref doing making that call touchdown? He knows Vegas is about to pop. He, he, somebody could have got hurt in these celebrations. That could have been rule them down and let them challenge into the end zone. He was a yard and a half short, man. Hey, he bullshit. wasn't a yard and a half. St- St- Steve Aoki is about to drop the base. Everybody's running for the exits. Uh, error on the side of caution, ref. Didn't like that. I hope he gets written up. Write him up, Roger. Yeah. <laughs> No, no shit. At the Bala Bay Inn, like 13 years ago, Steve Aoki played the key to Bala up here in Muskoka. Oh, no and way. we rented a couple rooms at the Bala Bay Inn. We had no idea that Steve Aoki was next door having an about <laughs> It's a small hotel. It was like 10 rooms. And he was next door having an, a, a, like a, a, an after party for his own concert. And we went in there. Everybody's smoking funny stuff. And he wasn't even crazy popular back then, but like he was still a big deal. But no shit, I've been in in his hotel room. I don't think he talked to me. He was, you know, he was high as a giraffe's uh, peepee thing. Yep. <laughs> uh, I just anyway. gave my new daughter Sophie the giraffe today, and I can't believe you just said giraffe peepee. That's brutal. A <laughs> uh, couple other crazy, uh, crazy games before we get into the upcoming week. We'll just make this quick. But yeah, the Chiefs Browns. Classic Chiefs game. They get down early. The Browns could just run the ball on almost anyone. And that's, that's an, ex, you know, the Chiefs got exposed there as far as what you can do against the Chiefs. Either way, classic Mahomes come back because he's got weapons and he's amazing. If you're the best quarterback in the world, you're never out of it. Should be obvious by now, but the Chiefs money line in the second quarter should be your play the rest of the year. Wait for them to be losing <laughs> to everybody. Um and then, yeah, Baker Mayfield on a drive where they looked like they could really score through just a terrible, terrible interception. Just throw that ball away, man. It's first down. 
Uh, the herd said it like, that's why you're not getting your contract. And even though I think he's much too hard on Baker since day one, and now he's just trying to like kind of fulfill his own prophecy. Every time he messes up, can't do that. Baker Cleveland's trying to win the whole thing. You needed that game. Anyway, they uh, sure did. That was now, K- now KC's got the tie break. Yeah. Uh, they got the extra win in the conference. It's uh, called the early driver's seat. You know, they're not there yet, but, but they're, they're shotgun right now. And again, coming into the season, you know, I, I'm not, I wasn't right on everything. I was very wrong on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll admit that. Sorry. But uh, yeah, I was right on two teams that I highlighted last week for win totals who are now well on pace. The, they, lo- they play each other, Jeff. Whatever. One of them's got to get a win. Okay. I know. I'm just saying. Las Vegas Raiders to get a win over the Ravens. Vegas wasn't counting on that. Pittsburgh to walk into Buffalo and get a first win. Defense looking dominant. Vegas wasn't counting on that. So eight and a half wins for the Steelers and seven wins for the Raiders is looking pretty far and good right now. So you're welcome. Hopefully you listen. Also, um, the two guys I told you to take for touchdowns over passing at 21 and a half, each through two last week, off to a nice pace, Zach Wilson and old Sam Darnold. I uh, I got the receiving end of those Zach Wilson touchdowns. I got Corey Davis in as a flex in Weird Mike's welcome wagon, uh, which lost its week one fantasy match to Tom Ace, a.k.a. VZ, loyal listener of the show. That's a great name. Tom Ace. Yeah. yeah. I got served by Tom Ace. And it uh, looks, uh, looks like me and you, Hugh, we play week six. I was looking down the schedule. Ooh. Ange versus Hugh, week six. Um, I've already accused the commish of hijacking my waiver claims. So come week six, I don't know where I'll be, but you bet your ass I'm going to be betting, trying to get back the entire 150 I've wasted in the juggernaut league with D nice, pretty boy, Bryden and the crew. I'm assuming these accusations you've laid at the commissioner have no merit whatsoever. You're just bored for about five minutes earlier today. Uh, anyway, yeah, also uh, Cowboys came to play. You know what? I'm, I've been hard on Dak his whole career. He's better than he's ever looked. I'll give him that. I was very impressed coming off coming off uh, that surgery, and uh, he's just looking better than ever. So that's my don't touch game of the week, just, you know, quickly looking into next week. Sure. The Chargers versus the Cowboys, three-point spread. Oh, uh, the, the Justin Herbert has become a guy that I'll admit, I don't know his ceiling yet. He looks really good, obviously, but can he beat almost every team in the league? I don't know. He was fitting in such tight windows in Washington under pressure on third down on the road, LA team at one o'clock, pretty impressed with Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott. Uh, so I'm staying away from this game. Admittedly, no pick, no lead. What? Well, SoFi Stadium is going to have about 37,000 Cowboy fans in there. Exactly. You can can believe that. Uh, Just a quick wrap on uh, week one there. I said it was greasy. You know what else I thought it was? It felt like the fucking preseason, man. I said it earlier. I wasn't a fan of the extra game. And some teams treated the extra game like it was goddamn preseason. What the hell does Jacksonville care if they win week one or not? They give a shit. They're yeah. playing the long game. They're playing a two, three-year game. Meanwhile, you got Houston, 
who's the only game they're going to be favored all year, realistically, at home against Jacksonville. Of course, they're going to try and make a win. T-Mobile, God bless the guy. Somebody finally gave the kid a hug, and he presides a win on opening day. God bless the guy. He's like 34. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the the guy loves his mama, and he's still in the league making wins. Love it. <laughs> um, also, Green Bay. Buddy, once they got down early, they, they pulled shoot. They, they treated They were hands off. We ain't getting nobody. Well, nobody's getting hurt. They started pulling guys, of course. Uh, anyway, you don't know how and when teams are going to treat this extra game. To me, I felt like there was a couple of laydowns. It looked like a preseason atmosphere in a couple of those games. By the way, both of them are tied to Jacksonville because the Saints game was in Jacksonville. So I don't know if it's just that stench of the Jags and the Con brothers who are really taking over the wrestling game, by the way. Um, sidebar for all you wrestling moonlighters. Yeah, the, the guy, Khan, who owns the Jaguars, also a, owns AEW, if you did not know that. He gave his son full reign for AEW, and this guy's just spending daddy's money. The new, like Shane, the new Shane McMahon. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> he is the new Shane McMahon. Um, anyway, that was my wrap. On uh, every, every so often, you're going to hear a reason why I don't like the extra game in the NFL this year. Not okay. Well, just just to counter that quickly, I'm sure every team in the league cared about week one. I'm sure every team tried to win week one, uh, even though it didn't seem like it because the Packers sure didn't show up. That's what happens when you're in a ship and the guy who's supposed to be steering the wheel, as soon as two waves hit, looks at Smee and says, hey, can you hold this for a second? And jumps overboard, swimming to California as fast as he can. More on that later, but I'm very right about Aaron Rodgers. Um couple of bad beats just quickly the san francisco 49ers closed as a nine and a half nine and a half point eight, favorite eight and a half eight and a half point favorite and even though they were up by 28 at one point law uh let the lions come back into the game almost possibly lost the game but it finished as an eight point uh eight point win so that sucks for all you niners folks out there i know our bet openly friends are some san francisco faithful and uh well Jimmy G starting. So you should be used to that by now. How about, also uh, a really sharp bet uh, that I heard a lot about on a couple of podcasts. I listened to straight out of Vegas and stuff like that was the over in the Tennessee, Arizona game. And uh, a lot of people took it late, but the, the number went up from 51 to 53 to eventually 55. And there was no points scored in the fourth quarter. And to cover a lot of these overs, they just needed one point, possibly two or three. No points in the fourth quarter down in Nashville. By the way, Tannehill ain't looking too good. Yeah, by the way, another preseason shoot pull. Get everybody out. Okay, Uh, just heading in. Oh, yeah, (laughs) quickly. uh, Apparently, Joe Burrow's already calling audibles for the Cincinnati Bengals, the very impressive Cincinnati Bengals. I said two teams in purple are on the decline this year. Okay, the whole world knew I was talking about the Ravens and Vikings. For some reason, weird Mike forgot that the Vikings are purple. They're very purple. And also, it wasn't because they're bad. They're okay. The Bengals are a lot better than people think. And Joe Burrow calling his own audibles with a cigar in his mouth, probably banging one of our moms. This guy's a champion. Everyone forgot about him because of an injury. And now he's got his boy, Jamar Chase from LSU. I don't know if you guys saw this on Instagram, but that little edit they did of the same long, deep pass down the right side from LSU days to Bengal days the other day. Very impressed. Ooh. I also have Jam- 
I got Jamar Chase in fantasy. Very excited about that. I got him late. One more fantasy note, just quickly, because some of you don't play, but some of you do. Running backs from year to year, whoever the stud is, the studs, keep in mind, man, they rotate faster than Mike's laundry, okay? Guy does a lot of laundry for a, for a uh, somewhat greasy individual to, from time to time, okay? Rotates his laundry very fast. These running backs who are the top of the league right now, not who you would draft early on in your first rounds, Okay. It's Joe Mixon, number one, after week one. I don't even know who's two. And then some guy in the 49ers that no one's ever heard of is three, all right? So unless you're drafting some guy from the 49ers, just relax, okay? Running backs, they're a little more wishy-washy based on the system that they're in. We're seeing a lot more passes these days. How is Zeke going to get his yards if the Dallas Cowboys are throwing 50 times a game? So good luck. Study the systems a little bit more than the player. All right, moving on. Uh, yeah, I know I know Jacksonville looked bad, but don't just bury Lawrence yet, okay? Peyton Manning threw a shit ton of interceptions his first hey, year. This is a week-to-week betting show, Hugh. I'm going to fucking throw who I want under the bus to win as much money as I possibly can for me and the few people that happen to listen to me. That's fair. And or, and or fade me. As long as you're getting that money, Weird Mike's a big fan. To be fair, you have a slight bias towards the thrown under the bus uh, saying. Correct. Because you're, you're in the bus business. <laughs> I am. I feel like uh, you might say that to more people than necessary. And I think a couple of them actually feel like you might throw them under that. Uh, another bus metaphor I like to use is in soccer. When the visiting team has no intentions of scoring, they like to park the bus. <laughs> and I've been using that a lot. And uh, Dewey, friend of the show, contributor to the show, told me to stop using the park the bus metaphor and sending the bus emoji <laughs> way too many times. Okay. And uh, just wrapping up last week, one more time. Uh, I'm just going through because we have a weekly winner now. So whoever won this week from our team LTD slash bet openly, Hughes talking point spread contest, send in your picks. Uh, via dm to at hughes talking h-u-s talking if you don't know how to spell talking i'm surprised you found the farvin show uh send in your picks for the best season long winners we have three great prizes from team ltd thanks boys and a weekly winner courtesy of bet openly all you gotta do is start a bet openly account and then bet openly is gonna put 25 bucks to get your account going with a free bet so this week's winner with a record of four one and one got a push on carolina is Braley Papi Pillon, our buddy up here from Turtle Jack's Port Carling, longtime listener, first time player, got involved as soon as he found out it was free. Who doesn't like free stuff? Okay. Tell you who I tell you who does. This guy spells his name with a G, he's got two thumbs. Okay. Uh last year's winner, uh Jake Frisney went four and two. Silver, silver medalist last year. Hiller, Brian Hiller out west went four and two, couple of threes and threes. And uh, our boy Hernzo, one and five, uh, tough. Oh, Hernzo. Okay. We will post oh. the we'll post all the uh, picks and standings tomorrow on Instagram. If these tornadoes up here in Muskoka don't take us out, tornadoes. By the way, do yourself a favor. Watch the movie Twister. It's a classic. All right. Never seen it. You've never seen Twister. And I, I even got a thing for Helen Hunt. I've never seen Twister. <laughs> Wait a minute. You got a thing for Helen Hunt and you haven't seen Twister? As what? good as it as good as it gets, man. 
was a, you, was so a powerful you'd scene. Fantasy, you'd rather fantasize about her banging Jack Nicholson. No, the one with Greg <laughs> and her getting her shirt ripped off by a tornado. Jeff. Yes. Don't manipulate my moments. Hey, last week I had you thinking about Phil Sims naked. <laughs> You're not going to. Your dick hasn't gotten off the bus in a week. <laughs> You're not getting in my head like that, Hugh. All right. We may not be live in person, but. Don't be fucking with my headspace, all right? Hey, you got in my head and made me take the Giants last week. You're the, you're my Giants beat guy. I'm, Ravens flock and Giants beat. I trust you for this stuff. Uh, more importantly, we both survived. Yes, we are, did. And we're alive in the $220,000 winner take all. Don't say the name. Pool. Don't say the name. Um, did you know 700 or nearly 700 people got eliminated this week? Here? I did a whole bunch of people took Buffalo. They obviously weren't listening to our show. Um, anyway, Rams both through for us. I also took the Panthers this week. I'm leaning Cleveland looking at Denver, leaning Cleveland looking at Denver. We Enjoy hope well. all, we hope all of you survived as well. Cause we know it's a very popular thing to play and it's only week two. So we hope you're all still in. I have already locked in my pick Whoa. because I have a very busy weekend with my buddy, Benjamin and Sarah getting married up here in Muskoka. So I've locked in my pick. So I don't forget. I've locked the- in the green Bay Packers on Monday night football. I knew it. I knew it. Yo, Detroit fuck soup, man. What if, what if, what if green Bay lays another egg? on Monday night football and the real boo birds come out you. All right. What happens then? Let me tell you something about Aaron Rodgers. He's a weird guy who does weird things. Who's so into himself. It actually freaks me out. All right. But I'll tell you one thing. The guy's been beating the Detroit lions mercilessly at Lambeau field for over a decade. And it's a great way to get back on track. They also just lost Jeff Akuda, their best cornerback, the guy that would have been trying to cover Devontae Adams, and that's enough for me. Yeah, Green Bay. Uh, the Cleveland thing coming off that heartbreaking like loss against the you know the best team in the league, I think there's just that that chance that they could overlook Houston, who's playing better than anybody expects, including me. I was wrong on Houston. I mean, I don't think I'm wrong on them for the season, but the way they're playing right now, I don't know. I don't get how they're playing so well. And that freaks me out. Hold on. Did T-Mobile play for Cleveland? Is that what happened? Did he get bumped yes, out? Yes, he did. He got bumped out for Baker. Oh, I don't like that anymore as much. A lean, heavier Denver. Let me tell you, Ty- and Teddy, we trust. Tyrod loves his mama. By the way, I saw some stat on Instagram that Teddy Bridgewater is like 36 and 12 against the spread. I think all 36 of those wins I bet against him. So maybe I got to take it easy on Teddy. I still would buy stock in Drew Locke, but uh, that's why I'm staying away from the Denver game. He surprised me last week. If there's anybody, shouldn't. if there's anybody out there with Atlanta stock, you go ahead and sell that stock and you get a nickel on the dollar. That is a sinking ship. They got spanked at home. Didn't even score to one of the worst teams in football, the Eagles with a rookie head coach. Um, yo, everybody in that division smells blood. Carolina's got Darnold and Rule and a lot of energy and mojo going forward. You got Tampa Bay, the defending champs, and Brady, who are going to need those two wins to keep home field advantage over the Falcons. They play this week as a 13 point spread, everybody. 
And you got New Orleans, free Jameis, bro. You don't know what they're doing. They're going to want two from the Dirty Birds. The whole division smells blood. So that's, you know, one and five, two and four at best. Atlanta's going down fast. Anyway, I apologize for the pick. Adaptable. I'm rolling off the Dirty Birds. Sell whatever you got. Okay, uh, so just looking ahead to a couple of the big games this week before I give my few picks and Weird Mike gives his desperate donut. The double D. Speaking of titties. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously we got Chiefs Baltimore. I think every look who's talker who's even listened to half an episode knows where I'm leaning on this game. Hard, like lazy boy leaning, falling asleep leaning. Um. Yeah, and uh, Bills at Miami, squish the fish down in Miami. 1-0 Dolphins versus the 0-1 Bills. One's a Super Bowl favorite. One surprise they won in New England. I think the Bills get back on track in that one. And yeah, Vegas-Pittsburgh. That's a tough game for me because I, I think these are my teams. These are my teams. It's in Pittsburgh. You got a West Coast team who won on Monday Night Football in an overtime game. You know, going back to the East Coast to play a one o'clock game against Pitt, that's going to be tough. But Vegas looked good. Darren Waller's hard to stop. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Uh, Rams at Colts. Niners at Philly is suddenly an intriguing game. It is. As well as, uh, yeah, I don't know. The Thursday Nighter kind of sucks, but I'll still watch it because I love football. It's back. Oh, my God. It's like saving your presents after Christmas for just all of January. Anyway, uh, uh, Ponikvar called the Eagles, man. Had a couple shifts in the bus, and this guy's telling me to look out for the Eagles. And it was just after that uh, preseason beatdown by Mac Jones and the Patriots. And he's like, ah, forget about it. They're headed in the right direction. And let me tell you, Philly likes an ugly loser more than most cities. And the Eagles might just be that sorry sack. Uh, and, you know, that ain't going to be no easy place to play this year. Uh, Ponikvar called the Eagles, laughed in his face when he suggested it. Um, I'm sorry, Ed. I told everyone last week my therapist does not let me bet on the Atlanta Falcons early in the season after what happened last season and the season before. Uh, and I didn't. So stay the far away. Also, that Falc that Falcons Bucks spread, okay. As you mentioned, Bucks Ooh. by 12 and a half up to 13. That scares me. And I'm, I'm heavy. I, I love the Bucks. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. But that's a big spread for a division game. If you're the Falcons, you hate Tom Brady. Like maximum effort out of the Falcons. I don't know what that means, but when they're favored on by team uh, against teams that they should beat, they suck. When they are big underdogs to teams that they should suck to. They tend to fight pretty hard. I don't know why they're a weird team. So be careful with that one. Maybe tease it. Also, speaking of teasing, Collins, Chris Collins or Sunday Night Football, talking about Antonio Brown, by the way, sorry, on Thursday Night Football, who I said would be back and awesome. He is. But that doesn't mean he's a good person. Collins worse like, oh, yeah, he had a couple of off the field, off the field issues, but he's got a million-dollar smile. Off the field issues. That's a bit of a country bumpkin little whitewash there, Collinsworth, okay? Uh, he put his dick in the face of the lady he invited over to paint for him, okay? That's not how you pay a painter. I don't pay too many painters, but I believe you pay them in dollars, not yuck. You ever so, painted anything in Bolivia, bro? 
Uh, no, I have not. Have, have you? Well, then what? Then what? Then I don't, neither have I. But you don't know how it goes down there. Well, I'll can't be make sure assumptions. To, I'll be sure to bring my dick if I need to buy a painting. <laughs> you bring everything you need when you go down to Bolivia, right, here Speaking of paying for paintings with dick in Bolivia, let's go to you picks. You. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmick. How about that transition, folks? That's professional podcasting. We are in the great episode, behind the net, waiting for mess to break free for a goal for the Oilers. Wayne Gretzky, what a beauty. Here we go. Three and three last week. We're going to get right back on it. Our gold pick of the week, we got the Kansas City Chiefs minus three at Baltimore. As I speak, that might have gone to three and a half. And if it does, I'm still taking them. They're way better. Uh, Monday night, tough loss. They thought they won that game twice. And without their uh, their running weapons, they, they got exposed a little bit on offense. Without Lamar's uh, big runs and a couple of nice throws to Hollywood Brown and uh, one particular one to Sammy Watkins, that's enough to beat half the teams in the league. Not the best team in the world. I see the Chiefs win this game by over a touchdown or at least a touchdown or more. And they're just two teams on different levels right now. Baltimore's trying to figure out how they're going to score points without all the running backs. And the Chiefs are thinking about going undefeated. And they're not overlooking anybody. They're well coached. They're healthy. Take the Chiefs. And uh, you're welcome. Okay. Uh, second silver pick. I am taking the Buffalo Bills minus three and a half at the Miami Dolphins. Much better quarterback. Uh, their defense actually played great against the Steelers. If it wasn't for a blocked punt, they probably win that game. So without the blocked punt, I'm taking this pit, this Bills defense. Whether it's winter in Buffalo or summer or fall in Miami, they can shut down Tua Tagovailoa, and they'll do it again to get back on track with a win. I think they win by a touchdown. I'll take the three and a half points. Uh, I'm taking a lot of road faves this week, so watch the trend. All right, uh, bronze pick. I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams, who look stupendous, amazing, with Matthew Stafford actually able, to, actually being able to stretch the field. You can see McVay's just like a kid who's got just got a Nintendo 64 back in the day, being like, "Oh my God, it's 3D graphics. It's amazing. Look at Mario. It can turn all the way around." Yeah, that's the difference between Goff and Stafford. And even though you might be a Goff guy, you might be a Stafford guy. There's a reason that in the real world of business football, Stafford, you had to get him, you had to throw in two first round picks. And here's Goff. That's the real world. Stafford's that much better. Been a Stafford guy for a long time. It's nice seeing the kid finally be on a team that can succeed. Take the four points uh, over the Colts. The Colts just aren't there yet. They're just not there. It's going to take a while. The Rams are. The Rams win by a touchdown. All right. I am taking the Cincinnati Bengals plus three against the Red Rifle and the Chicago Bears. Until Justin Fields is taking the majority of the snaps and not just three, the Bears don't have an offense. Yeah, they scored a couple points and Andy Dalton had some yards, but that's just because he's taking exactly what the defensive coordinator for the LA Rams is giving him. You want to throw that little five-yard crossing pattern while you're down two touchdowns in the second half? We'll give it to you all game. All game. That's what teams have been doing to Andy Dalton for five years. Here you go, Andy. We know you don't have any balls. Here's who we want you to throw it to. Throw it to that guy. So, yeah. Uh, and the Bengals are better than people think. It's going to take about four weeks to take advantage of, or for Vegas to catch up and for the public to catch up. Joe Burrow is a rock star quarterback, and now he's got some weapons. They do have some problems with O-line, and that might be a bit of a problem against the Bears, but they're going to outscore the Bears. 
So I got the uh, Bengals winning the close one by four outright in Chicago. And that will be the nail in the coffin for Mr. Andy Dalton. All right, our fifth pick, bounce back game. Overreaction, uh, overreaction week in week two. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans plus five and a half going out to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Look, the Seahawks looked really good. They let Russ cook. But Tennessee's a good team with good weapons and Derrick Henry running the ball. They're not going to make as many mistakes as they just made against Arizona. They're going to have a tough week of practice for a good coach, Mr. Mike Rabel. And uh, I see this being a very close game. Actually still got Tennessee losing it by about a field goal or less. Tight game in Seattle. And uh, Seattle won't run away with it. Tennessee takes an early lead. And there we go. And my final pick, I am taking... The San Francisco 49ers, the road favorite, minus three and a half at the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, the Eagles looked really good against the Falcons, but as a lot of teams have proven, it's kind of easy to look really good against the Falcons when they play like shit. The Niners, this spread probably would have been five or six if they just didn't let the Lions come back. And that's kind of these weird points where their pre-bent defense just got exposed a little bit. So, and because of the Mostert injury, maybe that's why we're getting a couple points. Either way, this should be six and a half on my chart or six. I'm taking the Niners with their dual threat quarterbacks, uh, Trey Lance and Jimmy. Yeah, I'll take it. It's enough. Uh, Niners win by about six. And those are your Hugh picks. Kansas City Chiefs, minus three. The Buffalo Bills, minus three and a half. The Los Angeles Rams minus four. The Cincinnati Bengals plus three. The Tennessee Titans plus five and a half. The San Francisco 49ers minus three and a half. Pew! All right. I uh, unfortunately missed last week my favorite segment, a.k.a. my fave seg, uh, the Hugh Picks rebuttal. I was kind of easy on you, and I think it led to my some uh, soft handicapping. So here I come, Hugh, full throttle, weird Mike, coming for the Hugh Picks. KC, ah, ah, Ravens, it's going to be tough to go 0-2 to start the year. Looking in the mirror with a must-win in week three, probably good, would never take it. Buff, hate the hook. Anything over three, stay away, folks. This is going to be an ugly, weird game, just like every game the Dolphins are going to play in this year, folks. A lot of 17-16, a lot of missed kicks. A lot of pick sixes in the Dolphin games. The Rams, okay? I hate the pick, Hugh. Hate it. You know how hard it is to go 0-2 at home to start your season? You are facing an uphill climb. Indy will be in desperation mode. If they were favored by four, sure. But they're getting four. Love Indy. Big time tease the other way. All right? Maybe I pair it with somebody else as the week unfolds. Cincy, careful. OT winners, man. That game went down to the Nile biter. All right. Minnesota's a physical team. Week one. They are sore, sore pussycats are those Bengals. Okay. I, so. No, no, I hear you. I just don't like how the Bears. It's like it's a team sport. The Bears are playing on a team and they know their current quarterback is about to be replaced. Is it this week? Is it next week? Is it the week after? It's a different type of inspiration in that locker room. Maybe some of them even want to lose. Just to get maybe. the kid in, you know? So, yeah, maybe that's uh that's a bizarre reality that could be happening. How about that weird take? Eh? Yeah. I like it, man. That was, that was deep and bizarre. The depths of the NFL locker room. Love it. 
Deep um, and also, bizarre, also known as your favorite Pornhub tags. <laughs> uh, I love the Titans' favorite pick. Five okay. and a half, weird team, Seattle, weird place, high scoring, easy backdoor. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, desperate again, playoff team, doesn't want to go into. And the San Fran game, I'll leave alone. Do what you want with that. You guys know how I feel. <laughs> okay, yeah. donut time. Donut? I'm at the... I'm in, I'm in, uh, I'm in Grimsby at uh, 3 a.m. Tim Hortons gas station. And I want a little sprinkles on it. Do you got one in there? That's tasty. All right. Like I said, uh, minus 48 on the point differential worst donut ever. Here we go. The desperation donut, please do not hashtag fade the smash. It's coming back. Denver minus six against the helpless and directionless and potentially coach hating Jacksonville Jaguars. They are at home. It doesn't matter. Denver runs the ball and plays great D and is going to tie up this rookie. You mentioned the spread record of Teddy Bridgewater in Teddy. We trust. They are minus six. They are in sunny California. Let me tell you, Denver's got some shitty weather the rest of the year. I don't know if they're going to be back in the sunshine state. They're going to take advantage, soak up all the D and play some punishing D and How's that for an outline? Denver minus 17 something. We'll be looking at that with a pick six late. Seal that. Tasty, tasty dish. Smash Denver minus six against T Law, Urban Meyer, and the Khan brothers who have one firm foot in the wrestling industry. Con mania. <laughs> and I will be sprinkling on your. Pittsburgh Steelers. Jeffrey, also Waterman, new listener of the show via Saturday Skins, big Steeler fan. Minus five and a half at home, home opener versus the exhausted Las Vegas Raiders. We said earlier in this show all the reasons that was one of the games of the year. Well, now they got a short week across the country in different weather after going to the max with a super physical team in Baltimore. Now you got to play Pittsburgh. That's like playing the, that's like the twin towers, man. You know, nine 11, all that stuff. I was thinking about the wrestling tag team. I couldn't remember who they were. It's like, it's like, it's like Kevin Nash. And then, and then, you know, then you got to take Scott Hall right after the outsiders. It, uh, I've been making a semi pro semi bad living on this, but it's one of my hat hangers. You got to hang your hat on something as a better, and I love hanging it against Monday night football winners. Loaded up cross country, loaded up to the Vegas home opener. Steve Aoki was dropping the beat. The game was over. They blew their load twice, which means they're going to have half a load in Steeltown with a win in their back pocket. And, yo, and all that aside, Pittsburgh's legit and is on a bit of a warpath march. You you always find a way to talk load management, Mike. <laughs> uh, one thought about your smash. Uh, I don't hate the sprinkles. It's a lot. It's a lot of good reasons, but the Denver game. I'm only. I'm just. I just want to bring up your own words that you said okay. last week in the great episode ninety eight. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater, great dog, bad fave. 
He's now Pittsburgh. a six-point favorite on the road. It's a lot. And you just said take him by 17, maybe. So you're disagreeing with it's everything. With the weird mic from the past to launch the desperate donut into the future. I okay. wish you and Teddy good luck. Again, I think I mentioned it earlier. Adaptable, if nothing else. Hey, that's a real number. 36 and 12. That is a real number. Yep. Uh, usually, in the majority of those games, he is the dog, which is why that bias might have been in the past. Now he's got a real D. And what did, what did Houston hang? A 40 rack on him? They sure did. So, you know, I don't expect Teddy to hang 40. Yeah. You got to hang 28, 32. Not, not even, not even. All right. We shall see. Um, yeah, we took the, t- I, I took the Titans. Uh, Mike likes the pick. And as in our weekly, remember the Titans segment. The original weird Mike, Mike Vrabel. Indeed. Uh, Huck Daddy, our producer. How do you feel about the Titans just shitting the bed down in Nashville? They really, they really did shit the bed, didn't they? Yeah. I feel like it's one of the least yeah, intimidating was... places to play in the league. Everybody's happy to be there. The weather's always amazing. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's not snowing. They it's were barely raining. Them. Did you hear that? They were booing them in the, in the second quarter. Oh. The home fans, first game, second quarter, they were booing them. So, so they've got, they got some work to do. Tannehill and that O-line has got to figure it out. Taylor Lewin looked uh looked weak he, oh, he admitted it on twitter coming. he's like i got exposed today thank you chandler Jan- jones for exposing me it's like when a dude gets broken up with with his girlfriend and like he was some dick to her and then he goes on facebook and he's like i just want to thank jessica for showing me my faults and i will become a better man because of this i wish her well call me yeah <laughs> yo um there is a lack of home presence in Nashville. It's the faux Vegas. It's bachelorettes. It's golf weekends. It's, hey, the Jets are playing that weekend. Let's rally a trip around that. It's, hey, we barely made the 1 p.m. kickoff because we were banging rails and wandering Broadway at 4.15 in the morning looking for food and pussy. Do you remember Hearns' bachelor party when we found out there was a, we were down in Nashville for Look Who's Talker, our buddy Hearns' bachelor party. And we found out there was a strip club where you could bring your own booze. And we're like, oh my God, it's amazing. We all, we all bought cases of beer. We're bringing them in from the, like the van taxi. And then we see, uh, just as we're in the lineup, the type of clientele that this particular establishment uh, kind of brings in. A whole bunch of homeless people bringing in half-drank 40s that smell like piss. It's like, oh, no, of course, a, BYO, a BYOB strip club. This is exactly who it would come. And us. <laughs> the guy had a garbage bag with 27 Miller lights in it oh, yeah. over his bag. Like he was going to a yard sale. Okay. Yeah. And I was sitting beside the guy and he opened his bag and offered me a beer and I had it. So I had a garbage bag beer, classic weird Mike. Uh, anyway, because full- at a BYOB strip club, you forgot to bring your own beer. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. It's dollar yeah, beers, though. We had you. We had you. It's America. God bless America. But uh, it's real. It's a real faux fake home in Nashville. Uh, Colin and Kip and half the juggernauts went to Nashville for a game. 
you know, it's 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 just a party spot. So not too loud, not too intimidating. Look, I love country music, but it doesn't exactly get you wanting to run through a brick wall. You know, <laughs> makes you almost want to dance with the wall. Maybe take the wall home in your in your truck. Maybe you and the wall take the dog for a walk. You know, <laughs> whereas when they everything they were playing at the Vegas game on Monday Night Football made me want to run through a wall. That place looked amazing. Anyway, we got to go. Hawk Daddy, Weird Michael, we got to go to Vegas to watch a game, hopefully against the Bills. Well, they were um, they did it last year. It's going to be a while. I know, I know, I know. Okay, a uh, couple things. Uh, you got you to gotta look, remember, week two, try to avoid looking at any power rankings when you, while you're making bets this week, folks. Because if a team lost, suddenly they're eight slots down from where they were last week. That's not how football works. Strength of competition, fumbles, blocked kicks. A lot of weird shit happens just in football, but especially week one. For instance, and this is a for instance, I put this on Instagram last year. After week one, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were lower in the Toronto Star power rankings than the Carolina Panthers. Okay? Look what happened. So, and the spreads are just kind of get skewed. And then people are looking at the power rankings and they're looking at the point spread. And they're like, oh, this team's better than this team. What's with the spread? There we go. I'm going to smash on the bears. Anyway, uh, so just avoid looking at power rankings this week, folks. The best thing that you can do for yourself is make your own power rankings and not based on week one, but based on going into this week, who you think would win at recess. Okay. Look at the players, look at their skill level. You can use week one to see how the teams were playing. Like the Cowboys looked better than I thought. I moved them up my personal power rankings, but just beware. Okay. Uh, the Eagles are not better than uh, the Ravens, for instance. You know, like it's, these are just the power rankings that I've, that I've seen. So just be aware of that. I'm going to talk about just short-term things and long-term things in this week's Truth of the Week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks, is that uh, football's a team game. And I know I've said that the Green Bay Packers are on the decline, and they are because it's a team game. And the captain of their ship is out. You ever, if you've ever played on a team sport, if the best and most important player on your team has basically told not just your team, but the entire world, that after making the final four two years in a row, no, he's not dedicated to trying to be better so that you just get that last little step to get to the Super Bowl. No, no, no. Trade me somewhere closer to California because I'm weird, all right? And I'm now randomly married slash engaged to an actress. Football is not nearly his number one concern anymore. It's become his image. But that doesn't mean they're going to lose to the Lions on Monday Night Football. Okay? And this is where the short-term and long-term things come into play. Because a lot of people just decide the teams suck. Then bet against them for the rest of the year. You got to pick your places. And I think the Green Bay Packers are going to be worse than a lot of pundits think. And I stand by that. And I think I was proven right last week when they just parked the bus down in Jacksonville versus the New Orleans Saints. But it doesn't mean they're going to lose to the Lions on Monday Night Football, so don't get your panties in a twist, all right? They're going to win this game. But they're going to struggle for the rest of the season. So short-term, I'm going to bet on the Packers. Long-term, I will not be betting on the Packers for their win totals or up against any team that's, you know, even keel with them talent-wise. So just it's a team game, okay? And just look at some of the, the, the teams. If you're a Green Bay fan, I'm sorry, but it's the truth. Look at some of the best teams in the league and what their quarterbacks did in the offseason. 
Okay. Tom Brady, the most team guy ever, just blowing up his teammates, takes less money, resigns for two years. And let's just get everybody back. Let's do this. Let's go to the Super Bowl. That's our goal. Big Ben, take less money, get in better shape. It's my fault we lost to the Browns. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better as the leader of this team. Josh Allen, yeah, sign me up for as long as, he, as long as we can here. I love Buffalo. I want to be here. I'm going to lead us to the promised land. Matt Stafford comes to L.A. All in. Obviously, it's easy to be all in in L.A., okay? That's like getting offered, you know, a blowjob every day for the rest of your life by your wife and just being like, yes, I accept. Thumbs up. Okay, it's not hard to love his new situation, but he's all in. And if the talent's equal, give me the guy that's all in as a better and as a teammate. And you heard it here first, folks. I think Green Bay's, I think the Green Bay Packers team hate Aaron Rodgers. Wouldn't you? And that's it. So long-term, short-term betting. I don't like the Packers for the year. Love them against the Lions. Okay. Micro and macro picking of games. Very important and avoid the power rankings. Okay. Mike, I had a weird question for you that I thought maybe you could help me with just quickly. Cause we're going to wrap this up pretty quick. Okay. I saw in the Monday nighter, great Monday nighter, the Las Vegas kicker, just consistently kicking it out of the end zone. Okay. It's not a windy stadium. It's Reliant stadium. It's the death star. He hit the upright on one of his kickoffs and it just dawned on me. I've never asked this question. Maybe it's a stupid question. Maybe it is, but is there not a field goal field goal formation that you could do, which maybe like V's out the blockers a little more to give your kicker and holder a little bit of extra time to give your kicker a couple of extra steps so that a 70 yard field goal isn't impossible anymore or a 75 yard field goal isn't impossible anymore. What am I, what am I not understanding about the rules of the game? As the former U of T field goal kicker for the varsity blues, can you please tell me what do I not understand about field goal kicking or the rules or what, whatever? First of all, appreciate the shout out to the glory days. That happened. I went to a game. I couldn't believe it myself. Um, the, well, first of all, the trajectory 70 yards plus needs to be low. Most NFL linemen are six foot plus throw in a jump, a forward push. Uh, we all know the risks associated with the longer kick. But further to that, the ball can only be snapped seven yards from the line of scrimmage. That is oh, an NFL rule. I did not seven know yards. that. So even if the kicker wants to run back, he doesn't have to stay the two steps by two. He doesn't have to do the one, two, two over. So the kicker can get way further back. But there's the motion rule. You can't have a guy running around before a snap. You understand? Aren't you, allowed, play. aren't you allowed one guy in motion just on every football play? Uh, I, You know, that that's the one loophole. If the motion man, I don't think the motion man can be the QB. Is the QB I, acting like the kicker? I think motion has to be parallel to the line of scrimmage. Ooh, yes. Oh. It's not the CFL. You're right, Huck. I think that is it. Anyway, I just wanted to clear that up. We- also, what about punting that's definitely snapping more than seven yards yeah but uh, those are two different acts the punting goes back 13 yards and the end the field goal is seven so they have separate rules okay i was just wondering rules. i feel like because if you're down by two points i'm seeing hail marys from the 30 yard line i was like why don't you just give your kicker a couple extra steps see if you can hit a 70 yarder anyway the, a the 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 answer to this is a faster kicker 
a faster kicker could get to the kick point or the, the, the holding place uh, faster than the lineman can get to the ball, which is traditionally 1.2 seconds. If you kick the ball at 1.5, chances are it's going to get blocked. Anything uh, at 1.2 seconds is good. So, yes, you could have a faster kicker, which might sacrifice accuracy, distance, blah, blah. Sure. Just a thought. I'm wondering maybe in 10 years we're seeing 70-yard field goals just with a different formation. All right. Um, the stay the stay the far away game this week, folks. The Chargers versus Cowboys. All right. That's it. I don't who knows what Justin Herbert's ceiling is, even with a full, fully functional, firing at all cylinders Cowboys team. Herbert might be one of the top six quarterbacks in the league. And if you got one of the top six quarterbacks in the league and a good team, you can always win. Anything for shut the huck up, Mr. Andy Huckle. Go Titans. I, uh, yes, always go Titans. Minus plus five and a half. Juicy. Uh, Episode 100 next week. 99, the great one. You said it in the pre-show, Hugh. Uh, Episode 100, the century mark. Song, as our French friends like to say. Well, it would make it would just make sense for us to do it uh, down in Centennial Studios. Oh, the 100th episode. Thanks to every look who's talker who's yes. been with us, been with us since day one, day two. Uh, we we wouldn't be able to grow as fast without you and all your interactions and your comments and everyone who shares the podcast on your Instagram. We farvin love you. We farvin love you. And uh, keep in mind, sending those picks. It's not too late after week one. Uh, to win the team LTD and bet openly point spread contest. Also go to betopenly.com, make an account right now. And it's only 1% juice peer to peer wagering. It's like the Craigslist of sports gambling. It's the future. The boys are 49ers fans. So they're not the sharpest knives in the drawer, but they are onto something here. It's the future of betting. We're happy to be a part of it. Um, remember to rate review and subscribe, hit that subscribe button. If you haven't yet do us a favor and we farve and love you. On behalf of everyone here at Look Who's Talking and the fine folks of Huck Media and Leslie, who's doing our stats, watch out for the tornadoes and Joe Burrow calling audibles and banging your mama. Here we go, week two.